0: Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Susan Laris and Dan, and I am once again happy to welcome you to another week, which will be kind of a quiet week show-wise, but a very active week in other ways. In fact, I am going to start out this show with an announcement, because I think sometimes it's best to do that at the beginning as opposed to the end, um, because coming up is really quite an exciting weekend, and I want all the listeners to be aware of this. Um, we are talking to you. Um, it is Tuesday, February 16th, 2016, for those of you listening in the future. But for those of you listening this week, um, there is a major event this weekend, and that is the Los Angeles Conscious Life Expo. I participate every year, and I have just been so delighted to meet Many people who have come through, um, I will be once again in the same location for those who have been there before. That is booth 706 in the Pacific Ballroom. And this year, um, the guest who I'm about to bring on the line in a few minutes, Diane Bischoff-James, will also be at my booth some of the time. And, um, I will have books of some of the guests of the show. I've had so many guests to this show now. I will not have as many books this year. just generally, um some people that I'm assisting where i'm I'm helping to to make their books available for sale. Um, and, you know, maybe some samples, but not as many this year. Mostly we're just going to be talking at this booth. And the guest today, Diane Bischoff-James, will have books for sale at the booth. And she's wonderful, as you will see in just a minute. Uh, but I want to tell you about these events because there are so Several um, guests to the show who are going to be speaking. I'm not going to go through all of those, but um, Diane Bischoff-James will be doing two major events at this, and she's going to be speaking Friday night, this Friday night, the 19th, 7 to 8 p.m. Pacific, Um talking about living your best life ever and that's a real opportunity because that seminar is um, a briefer version of something she's going to be doing on monday that's really very special Um, and you can come to her friday event just by purchasing an expo day pass and there you will also learn more about diane's monday event which those of you who are looking at post-conference events or or who are in the los angeles area and can come out for those post-conference workshops. And by the way, I strongly encourage you to consider spending that Monday at the expo because there are just so many opportunities and coming to see Diane at 2 p.m. that day where she will be presenting Breakthrough to the Real You. It's a a two-and-a-half-hour event Um, Tickets for that one are $75 in advance, and it's a really good deal for what she's going to be providing. And so the links to these things are on the show page. And I will add that I am also speaking at this event, and like Diane's Friday event, I will be doing a Saturday night event at a similar time, um, 7 p.m. Pacific, Saturday night, and I will be presenting Multidimensional Living. And I am just so excited about this talk. I have been putting together all kinds of wonderful notes for it. We are going to have experiential exercises, which I think you will find very healing. And we're going to be doing some work across time, which I feel is very unique. And so we are going to be talking about um, how you live in a way that is a has an awareness of multiple dimensions. So without further delay, I want to tell you a little bit more about my guest today, who is indeed Diane Bischoff James, who is patiently waiting, and I will bring her on the line in just a second. Um, Diane's been on the show before, so I'm so happy to have her back again. Um, We are going to continue to talk about her wonderful life journey and the lessons that it has revealed And as she has written about in her best selling book, The Real Brass Ring Change Your Life Course Now. And this book was selected as an Aspire magazine top 10 inspirational book in 2015. Diane has quite the interesting background. Um, She graduated magna cum laude with with an MS in integrated marketing communications and a BA in psychology. She launched a highly successful, boy, I'm having trouble talking today. I'm so energized this week, I swear, Um, a highly successful marketing consultancy. Um, She did realized that she needed to change her life. And how that came about is really very interesting and very relevant to some of the things that will be happening at the Conscious Life Expo this weekend. And she really did just that. She transformed everything. She had been overweight and she lost the weight, she had health issues, and she improved her health. She totally changed her career. She pursued her passion as an actress. She has exciting things coming up in that, including a movie coming out very soon. And her relationship, she completely transformed. And now... She is a wonderful speaker, and she has multiple events coming up throughout the United States. She she speaks regularly, and I really expect her to be available worldwide at some point as well. And she'll be doing online events and all kinds of fun things. And Diane assists um, people individually as well, and she helps people discover how they can live authentically. So today we're gonna to talk about that, authentically changing your life and what that means, what it means to be in touch with who you really are. Diane's website is Diane dot net and I am just so happy after quite a lengthy introduction, but I think all worthwhile to bring Diane Bischoff James back onto the show. Welcome, Diane. Wow, Susan! Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> I'm so well, honored.
0: I, oh well, I just thought I would just get that all out there. <laughs> Even if I stumbled over my words, I swear I, I, it's true. And, and you know, this is ever the authentic show. This is what this is what authenticity. Authenticity. I'm still doing it. Authenticity actually is is I think what it is is there is such an energy. In the air this week, I can feel it, and you know when that happens, we just kind of bubble over. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs>
0: so I'm, I'm happy to have you here, Diane.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited about this week. It is, I think, it is a big one for everybody, and I'm super excited about your multi-dimensional living. So I'm putting that on my calendar. I'm going to go watch ah, you and learn well, more as well. That sounds fun too.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it, there are some weeks, and and I think this might be a good gateway to what you have learned in your life and what you teach. It just seems like there there are some times in our lives that are just so incredibly pivotal, and these ideas they just flow. I mean, that that's that's what I'm feeling this week is just you know even um, an entirely new way of working with people is coming to me how I can assist people um with with healing and changing their lives and I feel my passion coming in Diane. So so let's let's start there. You know and, and and just let's start with that. Um your your own journey once again. Let's revisit that. You know, how we enter into this incredible way of living in a such an authentic energetic way so that we are truly doing what we love how do you help people with that diane
1: well um one of the things that was just coming forward as, as you were talking and sharing that is it's like bringing your passion forward i feel like um and this is where i was maybe 12 years ago i was in some kind of steel box and everything that was true everything that turned my light on everything that made me feel brighter more energized and fun just and to even be able to say the word love was completely shut down and this was going you know way back at the beginning of the transformation and um it was a way of walking around i hate to say almost like a robot you know you're robotic and that what you're doing you get up every day you may not even feel like that you go to work you do the things that you're told to do you try to get back to eight million emails and then you go to bed exhausted and you get up and you do it all over again so it's you know i mean this I sometimes even share with some of my clients. It's, it's just we are all free. This is a free country. Unfortunately, you know, we're all free to make choices, we're all free to live the life we want. But we've been we've been sold kind of a bill of goods and and i i was i completely bought that i thought the american dream is what we're supposed to go for and that american dream was get more stuff you know get more electronics make sure you have the best clothes you know take as many vacations as humanly possible to extravagant places and just keep making more so you can keep spending more and supposedly then you'll be happy well it was complete and utter bust There's nothing about that that rang true. I mean, if you do some of those things, I think a lot of people do want to acquire more things and they get more possessions. But then the funny thing is they get the brand-new car and they take it to Target. And the next thing you know, (laughs) someone opens the door next to you, no matter how far away you park, and that brand-new car is worth about $10,000 less than it was, you know, in about five minutes. You know, know, I got to tell you,
0: my my brand-new car, when I had the, the incredible corporate job, <laughs> you know, the, the, right after I got it was was hit. Someone backed into it almost immediately. Of course, and, and so yeah, I, I relate to that. That was that was more than than dinging the door, and and you know, That's it's true. It's true, and it, it's a lesson when you look back on it. But, yes, continue. That was a little so, synchronicity.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was just funny because, you know, I, I, I used to I used to feel like I just really defined the word richness. Life richness to me used to be about the stuff, and now, now it's about something completely different. And having gone through this incredible transformation for the last, really, 12 years, and still evolving, I'm still evolving, I have one more piece of the puzzle to put together, um, and that I was able to take the body that was completely out of whack, 190 pounds, really, my arm was going to fall off. I felt like my arm was going to fall off. And they said if I didn't do something about it, I was going to have to have shoulder replacement surgery, the whole thing. And you know, the body was falling apart, and my job was fine, but I didn't, I could never say I loved it. It was just been there, done that. It was boring. It wasn't fun. And the kids, I was just working it. I was a helicopter parent, zooming in, zooming out, trying to make sure everybody had their needs. And there was nothing about my life that I could say I love. And I know that sounds really bad, but I mean, of course, I love my children, I love my 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 close relationships but i didn't feel love i didn't feel my heart pounding ever and so so the interesting thing was you know having having to shred that literally i had that encounter with sonia choquette and in that was my um my low point that was the breaking moment where someone finally outed me and said what if everything about your life at almost 40 years old is a complete and utter error complete and utter mistake she said it's like you climbed up a ladder, you went up one ladder and you got to the top and then somebody goes, "Hey, wait a minute, you over there, wrong ladder. <laughs> You're not even on the right <laughs> one. Now you got to climb all the way back down and go find another ladder and then climb up that one." And I was I was at the top of this ladder looking around saying, "Are you kidding me? Is this what I want to, you know, is this what I want to be when I grow up?" And the answer was no, 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 no. So so uh, the richness part is about finding that right right, right ladder. It's about knowing and i always this is you know the new thing i try to remind all my my clients and when i have the chance to travel as within so without what is resonating on the inside is what we're creating on the outside in every way shape and form and and we are all holding of course we hold the we hold the, the the core we hold the little nuts and the seeds as to what's true for us what rings true what gets us excited and so often people are doing exactly the opposite so it's about reawakening yourself it's about being able to say what makes me feel rich? What makes me feel happy? What makes me feel good? What makes me feel excited? And that's what I love about the workshops and the one that we have coming up for um, next Monday is we spend an entire two and a half hours breaking that free, waking that up. It's like the sleeping giant. It's like we take it and we shake your shoulders. We're like, hello, <laughs> what is it that gets you excited? What is it that makes you happy? What words yeah. can you put, I love it, around? And I don't, you know, the funny thing is it doesn't matter what it is. And something kind of funny in our, in our I just had, uh, we had a workshop in Illinois a couple weeks ago, and someone stood up and they say, I love wearing comfy clothes. And I think everyone was like, yeah, <laughs> <You> know, <it's laughs> nice cuz it was it's simple stuff it's it's mm-hmm. about feeling comfortable in what you're wearing it's about someone said i love Having my little glass of wine right before I go to bed, because they savor it and they look for different types, and they're a connoisseur and they study it, and they, they, it's, it's something about this pure just enjoyment, just that little sip is this pure enjoyment for them, and everybody has a different thing that gets them gets their light on, gets that that happy buzz going, and so we talk a lot about that, but we try to to break it free so that we completely redefine what richness means and And what, and there's lots of great exercises that we're gonna go through, but it's it's really a complete and utter it's kind of like what is your soul requesting of you this lifetime and to remember what it's like to feel like, yeah, that's from a heartfelt place. And, and And the funny thing is everybody we have all the answers inside and and all, all, I, all we get to do you know as these leaders is to kind of like offer you the opportunity, shake you up a little bit, challenge you a little bit, and then you get to go home and embody this whole new whole new you the real you and so it's super exciting it's super exciting it's super fun by the end i mean i'm just jumping up and down because i just love watching i just love watching everybody have their light turned back on um, because that's the world i want to live in i want to live in the world where people are in alignment and uh, we talk a lot about there's you know four the four quadrants which we all know of but we don't really look at that way but you know the mental emotional spiritual physical and there's really simple ways to to know within your own self which ones are resonating on track and which ones aren't. And so it's, it's really, it's just it's this fun compilation, and I like to say pragmatic metaphysics, which combines the Western side of the world, which measures things and really gets into the nitty-gritty and talks about what action we're going to take and how are we going to achieve goals and how are we going to achieve things. And then there's the other side of life, which is this, beautiful spiritual heartfelt space that really is all about unconditional love and it's all about peace and it's all about goodness and and we put those two together and then we have a package <laughs> and so that's why i like to walk on both sides of the fence i like to keep our keep our, our western world alive with all the things we like to do over there and put our eastern world alive with all that Beautiful meditation and spirituality, and put them together in a package that works. And and so that that's where I'm. Um, that's what I've had the the fun the fun opportunity to do. And that's what we're going to be doing both next, this weekend at Conscious Life Expo is to kind of touch on some of those exercises and see what what techniques and tools are best practices. What are the ones that are really working? What are the ones that are making people change in simple, easy ways? I don't want to make this. This isn't hard. I mean, it, it looks hard because I think we've been trained to 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 live in a way that is inauthentic, but when you are feeling authentic, as you mentioned, Susan, you are, you know, you're feeling all jazzed this week. Yeah. I'm I'm just like you. I can hardly talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, stumbling over things. I'm, uh-huh. I feel like I'm doing seven things at once, and then I'm like, okay, focus. And then I'm like, no, don't focus. Be you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing, and I, I want to put this out there for people, is yesterday I was actually really tired. It, it I had to... Give myself a little rest yesterday, because I knew that there was a lot coming up, and and boy, did that make all the difference. And I think that that's part of it too. Even when you're doing what you love, you need to take that downtime when your body is telling you. And I know this is part of your message too. It's all about listening. It's all about listening, and then your energy can come back up again because that's where I am now. Because I rest. I literally yesterday. I I will admit. You know, when you talk about wearing comfy clothes, I practically, you know, was in my version of, you know, kind of a T-shirt and and sweats all day yesterday. You know, I was just um, totally... I just gave myself a lot of that day and I needed it. And now I'm on the other side of it and I'm ready. And so so what, you know, how would you frame that for people because I'm sure that you have encountered that. And when you're in the corporate world, a lot of times you can't do that unfortunately, and it's too bad in a way because and maybe you can, you know, you just have to take a day
1: off sometimes because you get
0: on that treadmill and boy, it just never stops sometimes.
1: Well, it's so it's so beautiful that you did that. I mean, uh-huh. that is the greatest most honorable thing you can do for yourself is to say, yeah. how do I feel? And if the answer is, you know, exhausted, I can hardly function, I'm pumping myself with caffeine through the veins to keep my eyes open, that's that's the most dishonorable thing you can do to your body. And yeah. the body is, you know, talk a lot about these, these quadrants. The body and the physical being is, and this is the funny part, the body doesn't lie. Boom. Because... Yeah. When in this is as an actor it's really a funny it's a funny part because we're we, you know we're supposed to we're saying lines, but the truth is when you're really believing what you say as an actor, your body shows it and when people are faking it we we're all transparent, so we can see yeah. in each other when someone says no, I'm fine." Well, fine. Oh,
0: is the, boy. That is <laughs> yeah. the word. You know, that's the word when someone if somebody yeah. says
1: fine, I recoil because fine means you're messed up. You're not really telling the truth. That's the box. You went back in the little robot box. And so, you know, it, you know, fine usually could be expressed in many different ways. If you're saying, you know, I'm feeling kind of tired. I'm feeling. Um, uh, I, today I'm, I'm, you know, t- the truth is I'm, I'm anxious. I gotta, I gotta prepare. I'm starting to pack. You know, I mean, for me. Oh yeah, you that's feel it. Fun yeah. and excited. Yeah. Yeah. Because you kind of yeah. live and in a negative too. time before you travel. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. But that's that's being real. And so you were real with yourself. You you asked you you were being authentic with your physical aspect to say, yeah. too tired to do anything effectively. If I got some rest, I'll be twice as effective tomorrow. Nothing is better than that. And I know it, it is tough when you work, but um, I think that has to do with really honoring your schedule. I've tried, I, just, I know, Susan, it sounds so simple. I have been tired maybe for the past year, and I finally realized, like <laughs> it was like, boom, like, I'm going to bed too late. <laughs> sounds so simple. Yeah, uh, but when I, no, when I, I started being more, I started honoring it. I'm like, okay, by midnight, I've got to turn the light out so I can try to get seven and a half hours. I just feel like I get more out of my week. I get more out of my. I get more out of my day. I'm. I'm not. Uh, my eyes are, you know, brighter. I'm more awake. I'm actually writing things that make sense. And and so, I really tried to remember that. Um, and I'll just say my fiance does the whole like two o'clock, two thirty, and then he pulls himself out of bed like at seven. And I, I'm just like, you know, I said just so you know. This is a free country. <laughs> like, this is a free place. You are making the choice five nights a week to stay up till two. Your choice. But just so you know, you'd feel a whole lot better if you can just turn that light out at midnight and just shut it down. And and so I think he's kind of getting the message because then he gets too exhausted. What happens with that? Then we get sick. And and so so I think it's about being in an honorable place with yourself and saying this works for me, this doesn't. And I've been um, way more feeling so much better since i've been a you know a little bit raised the awareness and and changed some of my habits and and then and then you know then you feel better you feel i just get so much more done too i mean i feel like i'm like on supersonic speed then instead of all the the dragging and so so that's part of it but with each of these areas of your life you know you're we are bodies within the spiritual world you know it's kind of like everyone says oh we're we're spirits embodying this physical being. I look at it differently. I look at like we're bodies within a spiritual world. And the spiritual world is the driver. They're the ones who have our, you know, that's where our best interest is. That's where our life work is planned. That's where our our beautiful essence is just waiting to beam forward. And it's a little bit more like having the ocean and we're cups. (laughs) You know what I mean? And in that cup, if you flow into the ocean part, how nice is that? You know, float, and this is the warm ocean, uh, not like Lake Michigan we've got over yeah, here with like, like 20 below zero. Like <laughs> <laughs> but the warm part, uh, and you know, so we can be we can be that warm, beautiful, spiritual self, and that's the driver. So I think what we try to do in some of the sessions that we're offering, especially for this weekend, is to help you remember that you know we're, we're bodies within a spiritual sense. So what would your spirit What was your spirit requesting of you right now? And that would be to, and the key things, this is what everyone's trying to do, is number one is to really get clear, you know, get clear with your own authenticity. And that is who you really are, what's your life work, what do you love to do, what turns you on, and then the next piece is get going because that's the part that a lot of people will come to me and and I'm so blessed I've had the chance to be all over the country and help people privately and then also a lot at the expos and they'll you know they'll say well I don't like my job and I hate my boss and and you know I've been in this career for 40 years you know 30 years and I feel so stuck of course then the next piece is well you know what would it take to make a shift and they go into this I'd have to actually have to start doing something. Yeah, you'd have to actually hold yourself accountable. Part of authenticity is accountability, and that's taking those, those right actions. And the right actions will take a little bit more of your time. Oh, guess what? You've got to go to a career fair, or you have to actually make an investment in looking into uh, another opportunity, or maybe shifting completely like a lot of us did since 08. A lot of people have shifted their careers into more right-minded work because that was a I mean, it was just a huge equalizer for everybody when, I think, what was it, 7 million people lost their jobs. You know, we had to really reframe where we were at, and we had this chance to review and say, look, this was not working now maybe I want to do something completely different. And, and one example is I had someone someone come to me and say, well, you know, I love, you know, they're like, what do they love to do? They love to work with horses. They like working with kids. They like working with um, education and kind of like more of like physical development. And, you know, I just looked at her. I said, you knew, know that there's a science called hypotherapy, which is all about taking children who are um, challenged in some cases in all different ways, and they work with horses. And horses help rehabilitate because horses have this tremendous spiritual energy, and there's a whole science behind it, and you can study for it, and you could do that full time. Not only do you get to help kids, but you get to work with animals, and you get to tie all these these wonderful pieces together, and it already exists. Now you have to do the steps to get there, so she this this wonderful client got back to me you know six months later and said, "Just so you know I'm halfway through my program, I'm studying it, I love it, this is what I was meant to do and and they're just thrilled beyond belief because life is really shifting because they were able to put together their their strength and really get in touch with the authenticity and then actualize it and so so that's some of the some of the work that that we like to do that's you know just it's so much fun and it's just so rewarding because the byproduct is being super happy (laughs) and being you know maybe a little frantic happy sometimes but you know and and not everything's happy i mean i don't like doing the laundry let's be honest it's it's just not fun for me some people get into that i'm just like oh please but you know but but at least i could do it knowing when i'm done with that i get to do something else a little bit more fun but but it but it is so it's so beautiful people are in their authenticity it just resonates with everybody everybody around you Yeah. You know, it's
0: funny when you say that uh, it can be a little frantic, happy. What I have noticed is um, when it starts coming, boy, it's like somebody turned on the faucet. (laughs) I mean, like a fire hose sometimes. I mean, the things really start flowing. And you have to, you do have to sometimes pace yourself when you can. And, you know, the irony behind yesterday for me is I probably wrote more notes for my talk, and I literally laid out, I had printer paper, just printer paper, plain old printer paper laid out on my kitchen counter. I got, you know, a fairly big counter, and it was just laid out there, and every once in a while I just got up and I just wrote a note. It's like, or I was doing some something in the house, and I just like, hey, you know, I got a that's a good idea, and I just wrote it down. And, boy, that really worked for me. The alternative would have been a more hyper, I suppose, um, sitting <laughs> You know, a more established, if I were in the workplace like I used to be, you know, sitting at my computer, it's time to outline my talk, you know, kind of thing. But instead, what it became was more of a free flow of, wow, you know, this idea. And, and a lot of times it was just working with myself because it's just like you, Diane, your journey has been your teacher. And I feel that's the case for all of us is that we learn so much through our own authentic experience, and then a time comes when we can share that with other people. And I know there are people listening out there who feel themselves becoming teachers, and you know they they are beginning to feel like they can share some of their experiences. And you know it can start pretty early on. We don't have to be perfect to to do this. And um, I think we're naturally inclined to help other people as we go, be, as we're learning. And that's the beauty of it,
1: absolutely, absolutely and I love what you said that the journey is your teacher um I think and I think that I'm just going to point out I think one of the challenges there for for a lot of us, I know it for sure was me part of that journey was tough, you know part of that yeah. journey was hard it was it oh it, yeah, you know, I got divorced a lot of people have uh you know have had to go through a divorce you have to or end a relationship, maybe a long term relationship uh going through you know, I will say it. Going through kind of the the scary part of, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be an actor, an author, a teacher, and a healer. Well, those are big words when I hadn't done any of it at all, and it's it's as if you know how do I how do you recraft everything? And it was going through that journey and knowing that there was. Um, the one thing that was motivating for me, and I just I like to bring it up because one of the things I got to ask Sonia in that reading where she basically unveiled the fact that I was completely in, in the wrong boat in in the water floating along, is that she said, um, you know, I get to ask her a question. I said, you know, what happens if I don't do all of these things that I'm supposed to do, the part yeah. of this work that this life I've set out to do? And she said, well, you know what? You're going to have to come back and do it all over again. And it was funny, Susan, because that just, like, it dropped down, like, into the middle of my body, and it sat there like this, like, dark piece of lead, and I was like, oh, <laughs> heck no, oh, no, I'm uh-uh, uh-huh. not doing this one over again, because this was a lot of work, and part of the stories yeah. are funny, and part of them are sad, and part of them are difficult, but... um this was like climbing up a mountain with, I always felt like I had like a cape and they would have three kids sitting on the back of the cape and I have to climb up Camelback Mountain. I always thinking Camelback because it's like really difficult to get up that mountain if you're ever in Arizona. It's a great mountain to climb, but dear God, mm-hmm. if you did that with three people sitting on the back of your coat, it's tough. And But the funny thing is I was like, no, you know what? I want to make this, I want to be able to say at the end of the day, I love my life. And and that was a motivator for me. That was that little Uh, carrot you know there's a carrot and the stick and and i like to go for the carrot as much as possible and say if i really love my life what would i be doing oh well you know what i would be doing more of these creative things i'd be able to help people i would be able to write uh you know write processes and tools that that bring people clarity those are the things that get me excited so i i really took what she said to heart and then transmuted the fear into no infinite possibilities right This is an infinite possibility game. Everybody's life is filled with infinite possibilities. And when we are on track, we get the double booster, which is like the, the, it's kind of like the car, which has like the double exhaust, you know, you get the double boosters of having the spiritual world, your team, your heart, your spirit, and all of everyone who's helping you on the other side that we can't really see, they're supercharged to get you motivated to do these things that are, are there as part of your soul's work. And so it was really funny because as, as challenging as it was, as scary as it was, and as hard as some of these changes were to go through, there was always the carrot that when I was on track, like you said, things were coming in by themselves. You know, like all of a sudden you get this random email, would you like to participate in uh, in this expo in Ohio? And be like, um, yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Where did that come from? You know, or, you know, you take that little extra step and someone writes you, you know, you went out of your way and you helped somebody and they write you a note that said, thank you, I want to let you know you made my day or this really changed my life or I feel better and I feel lighter. And I, I'm thinking, wow, isn't it a miracle how synchronicity works in that when we're on track, we have this flow because we're on we're on this you know we're all you know beings of light and we're on these these waves and the waves are just moving you into bigger waves and bigger, easier waves where it's just more of this beautiful flow. And um, I just think it's so, I'm just always surprised every every single week something happens that I could never have anticipated in a million years. And that, that's the beauty of it. That's the part that keeps, um, it helps me stay motivated. It's what I keep hearing from clients that they'll, you know, some person wrote me a note and said, thank you so much. You just reminded me. Because she was talking about the fact that she had a business, it was a spiritual business, but it didn't. It was not successful. She had done everything. She poured everything into it. She had a shop. She had um, everything in there, and she had. Very few customers in the first couple of years. But she also had a couple of factors going on that she was really honest and shared. She said she didn't have the support of her husband. Her parents were criticizing her. Her family was against this whole thing. They never thought she should have done it. And so she right. had zero support. And what happened is she decided to close the shop after a year. And so she came to me, and we were talking about it, and 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 she said, I'm a failure. And I said, no, I don't you – I'm like, don't you get oh. it? You're a, you're a hero you're yes. a hero because you yes. did what you wanted to do. Now, I'm not saying the first time worked, it might not have, but you're a hero because you 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 had the courage and you had the wherewithal and the the financial resources whatever it took to put your heart and soul on the line. Now, your your challenge here because you know it's the love and the lesson, here's the lesson. You can't quit. There's no, what there's no quit. There's no such word as quit. <laughs> If I told you how many times I wanted to quit, now that's another thing. But, you know, I only let myself go there for a minute. But then you, ha- I said, you need to come back. You need to get the people off your line who aren't supporting you, you know, lovingly. Love you, Mom. Love you, Dad. But you're not supporting me and you're bringing me down. You're going to have to go over here in the corner until <laughs> I can, you know, do what's right for me. And so she wrote me this letter and she said, I want to let you know because I reminded her those thoughts were just bubbles of negativity and they weren't even real. And she said, I... I change my thoughts i've restarted my business i'm changing my relationship and i have put my family in this loving little place where they belong where they you know they can no longer make a difference and and contribute to the contribute to this sense of lack or failure and so uh and she's completely redeveloped her life and so it, so it's funny how even if we go down the road and this is what can happen with any of us, you know, we take those bold steps, we're courageous, and it didn't work out to be this glorious, whatever, success, where, you know, the bells are ringing and the church bells are singing. (laughs) I always think of that song. (laughs) Still, we're heroes for having just gone down that first step, that courageous step of living brave. And that's the part where um, I think if we were all, we could all be each other's cheerleaders and just say, It's okay to have your, your you know, your your sad. it's okay to have your day where you, you maybe you're bummed out or you don't feel like that was great. Nobody likes that. But you gotta get back on there. You gotta get right back on that back on the road and find what little tweaking it's gonna take. Because people really missed her stuff when it was gone. Yeah. And so it's just yeah. super interesting how how these these stories of life, these stories of loving and learning are are the motivators they're the motivators for me for sure, just to keep going and and keep helping others and as you said, try to honor that the journey is your teacher because because that's where you know that's where all the lessons lie yeah. and um yeah. I wish there weren't yeah. I wish there weren't any, but there are <laughs> it yeah would be, be funny there weren't any but Maybe we'd be bored, right? Would we be I bored if we so. had no lessons? And
0: I have to tell you, Diane, that you know, just in the microcosm of my own experience of this week, is part of what what made me tired was I was running up against some blockages, you know, or some things I had mm. to deal with, and you know that that wore me down a little bit, or you know things that you know sometimes it can take a really long time when when we're working with ourselves really finding that place of authenticity and we can have missteps and you know we can get confused and all kinds of things can happen to us and it can happen to us um continually i mean it's we are all works in progress i feel and i think that you know, when life is working with us or when we have things that we need to work, because, you know, while we're doing our work, we've got things in our personal life. There's always things going on in life. Um, I had a very challenging year last year. There was a lot going on. And, you know, people know that on this show that I was dealing with a loved one with a major health issue, and there there was a lot going on. Life happens. And yet, the irony of It really helps us to ultimately focus. And so now I I feel more energized. Does that mean I perfectly know my path now, you know, everything? No. I mean, it's a journey, and that's the fun of it. It's why we're human. And I just choose to courageously take on this path and, and really listen. And that's what you encourage people to do, and I know that's what you've done. Diane and you know something I want to say to those listening but the more I hear about your work Diane I really feel it can also help those in organizations who are assisting people cuz one of the things I'm starting to see more and more having had various guests on this show who came from the corporate world like you and I did is there mm-hmm. there's starting to be this impetus for wanting to help people there genuinely because i think that things need to change you know your your friend in the workshop or person in the workshop said i like work there you know here i want to say i like working in casual clothes you know maybe a lot of organizations need to start giving employees more time to work at home sometimes or just change things around i think we're starting to see that because everybody will be more productive and everybody will be more happy and healthy and that has to be in the best interests of everyone.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And 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 here's, you know, just one, you know, we, 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 we're in this country where so many people are still on on the clock, you know, the I yeah. would think of especially especially the Midwest. We're very much of a manufacturing environment and you know, we clock in and we clock out and 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 it kind of goes back to Susan, some of the same principles, which is really nice is if we can just have corporations kind of raise their awareness if we can get into this let's call it authenticity for their departments for you know for the company overall for for each individual department and then into the individual work person, whoever they might be, and really get clear on their authentic goal, um, I think that that would actually help. Sometimes it's just about being heard, like you said, listening and being heard. And and one of the things that um, I've been able to notice is that a lot of people in these corporate environments, I had the chance actually to sit outside um a major corporation, and I can even say, you know, I I work with a lot of big companies in Chicago, and I was sitting outside once because our meeting was, I don't know, I was there really early for some reason, or we were supposed to stay later and catch up with the client, and I was sitting out at five o'clock on a bench, and I watched about maybe 200 people with the saddest, longest faces
0: walk Uh past
1: me, Uh and nobody was up. I mean, I almost felt kind of like I wanted to cry after watching all that and I was just sitting there I was just like wow I've never seen such a group of like really dissatisfied and real people who who probably felt they just were. They were just not enlivened. There was nothing enriched about what they were doing, and they were just kind of like all really, really off. And so yeah. I just kept thinking, what could we do? What could we offer um, to help people who do work in a corporate um, environment? And and the way I like to look at it now, and this is how I offer again some of the private clients when they come and talk to me, doing what you love doesn't mean you take your job and you toss it. I right. Know for a fact that having been a marketeer for 20 years with my own business, that is without a doubt a gift. It has been a gift to be able to serve these clients. It's been a gift to be able to do that work, and it is, you know, it's been a, it's, it's a lucrative, very rewarding opportunity for me to be able to, you know, support my family. And so I like to. I know it sounds really crazy. I often tell my clients, I want you to go and put a hug around. Go put a hug around your job like literally hug and close your eyes, think about yourself. Thank you for the job. Thank you for my work environment. Thank you for my employees. Thank you for my boss. Because that has provided with you a financial track that is outstanding. In most cases, that's why we can have these houses and these cars and our kids are fed and they can go to private schools if they want to or buy, God only knows, the next pair of tennis shoes that come out that blink or shine. You know, and so we couldn't get that stuff for our families if we didn't have these financial tracks going on. So I really feel like we should, if we could turn a little bit of appreciation onto that, you know what I mean? Uh, And and make it a little bit, take some of that burden off of it and just say, thank you. I really appreciate the financial rewarding opportunity this gives me. And then look at your passion track. And I I oftentimes separate them because it may be your job. It may not be your job. It doesn't really matter. It's that, when you're doing your job, you stay neutral to positive, and when you're doing your passion, you're you're positive to supercharged. And and those are the things I think that really help people where they can say, "Yeah, I did my job, but I got to leave at 5 and look what I did at 6. I'm out I'm out riding my horse or I'm skating or yeah. I you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm playing in the field with my kids, which, you know, I'm I mean, I've just took my kids skiing for the last 4 years. I'm learning how to ski and I'm 50. And, you know, it was one of those things where I'm doing the safe skiing, they're going into oh, the blues that. and the black. I'm the safe skier, but gosh darn it, it was 19 degrees, and I was skiing on oh Valentine's Day because I flatly refused to stay inside, and all mm-hmm. I want to, you know, I just want to go down my little green's I'm so happy. They're it. happy. You know, <laughs> uh-huh. everybody's happy. We're all physically and everybody's doing their thing, and yeah. there were no tumbles or or stumbles, and and uh-huh. I'm like, wow, you know, you know that that's when I have a good day. That's when I have a good day because I, you know, yeah, am I ever going to be a black diamond skier? I'm pretty much guaranteeing you the answer is no, but I don't care because I love my greens,
0: <laughs> sticking with I my mean, green run. You know, I get that, and you know what you've done. It's fun. I mean, you gave it's yourself fun, yeah. time for fun, and and what a fun family activity. And you're right; you don't have to to have these high aspirations, you know, to do it perfectly <laughs> right. or whatever. I totally get it. I've 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 gotten as high as intermediate, but not very well. It's been a while since <laughs> I've gone skiing. You're kind of inspiring me. Uh, but boy, what is it like to just feel the wind in your face? You know, when you're going down the yeah. slope. I mean, it is fun. I, I have to it, agree. It's
1: Fun. My big aspiration, get on the ski lift safely and get off. Well, that's always. the harder part for me. <laughs> I fell off the ski lift once, you know, when I was
0: younger, and so I always have to be careful with that one. But you know what, I figured it out. It was one of those getting back on the horse kind of things. But, Yeah. Ski was. Um, sometimes I wish that wasn't part of this experience. But
1: uh, I know we had the we had an older one, just really funny story. And there was kind of a there was a guy, and he had like you know the full beard, and he, he literally looked like he'd been skiing he ski bunny for his whole life. And he he goes, well, if you stand over here and just grab on, and and I and he goes, it won't rattle you. And I'm looking at him like, I'm doing the best I can. I just want to yeah. get on. I'm holding on tight, and I'm gonna get off. And, and I was like, all I said to myself is. Simple pleasures, man. <laughs> Simple pleasures, getting on and getting off. Yeah. And so, you know, and it was really, 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 really fun just to, you know, just to be able to have that kind of a day. And I like feeling a little, you know, I mean that, that's what that's what works for me. I like feeling a little physically tired the next day, you know, because you're like, wow, I really exerted myself. It feels good. And so, so that's about like kind of getting back to the basics and and figuring out what are those things that turn your light on, whether it is you know sometimes it's your career job your your day job sometimes it's what you do for fun at night some i know some guy who just i have a friend who just started um a band at uh in his 50s he started a band and he ended up he was a bass player and ended up going through all of the incredible you know the pieces that it took to get the piece the the people in place and now he has this really funky amazing uh it's an 80s it's like an 80s <laughs> 80s and 90s kind of band, and they play all over. They're becoming kind of popular, and that's what he does in the evenings. That's what he does on his weekends, and he just lives and breathes this thing. And it's on Reverb Nation, and they have a great singers. They're 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 tremendous, and you know that's it. You know he's he's happy. He's happy. He doesn't. Yeah. His job's good, and his but his band is fabulous. And so, you know, at this point, I think we're becoming that. Hopefully, I think we're becoming that society, the one that can say. You are, there is no such, we're we're timeless, we're ageless, we're just all about the fun, you know, and, you know, because wherever you go, there you are, and you might as well be enjoying yourself, and so, so I I just, I'm seeing so many beautiful examples of people who are just really grabbing on to that real brass ring, sorry to throw out the book's name, but, you know, the real brass ring is all about grabbing it, whatever opportunity comes your way, that is on track for you, and grabbing it with all your might, And having that kind of the yes man thing, that that answer is yes. And you give that thing the college try. You go as far as you can and as hard as you can. And I would say probably 90% of the time, that's exactly what you should be doing because that's what changes your life.
0: You know, I have found that, um, you know, I've gone through so many different passages with this because sometimes I will tell you, Sometimes I don't want to go after it like that. I just want to be in peace. But I was kind of in that space yesterday. I, I found myself saying, you know, I, maybe I just need to, to to be in peace and just work on some books or whatever. And, and you know, maybe that is a phase at some point that, that you feel coming, that you don't have to constantly, that there are different ways of going after what it is that you truly want. I think that... Um, but, I have a tendency to believe Diane, and based in your work as well, is that when you feel a bit scattered, like you're just you know you're you're doing all this stuff and 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 some of it maybe isn't exactly what you need to be doing that those are the things that are that are kind of draining you, but if you find yourself on the track of where you need to really be focused, like like even in the course of a day a day of downtime, really. I totally felt a difference. And during that course, I started to focus and I started to say, hey, you know, this, 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 you know, you start feeling it. And more and more, and it, it really comes in. And then, of course, you know, you have have that energy coming in so you can go after it. and And I think that for all of us, it's a process, is that it takes some time, even experimentation, to really get on the track. And and that's part of the joy of it, actually, and I think it continually shifts. I mean, I think that's part of the excitement of doing what you love is watching it expand as well into more things that you love because you may not even know, you may not even be able to imagine fully what possibilities there are until you put yourself on that track and start to really feel it.
1: I totally agree, totally agree with everything you're saying, and I love the fact that you're touching on You're touching on the wave, you know, We're beings of light, and light moves in waves. And you're touching on that, and I love that, because as much as I talk about activating, you see, but that's me. My formula, I was born a complete spaz, and I have been this way (laughs) my whole life. I'm very much about, and I, you know, as much as I try to, I do get my off time, trust me, but it's like a day or yeah. two, if I get my like one day on the weekend of total, I don't get out of my pajamas and I just, you know, as I I call it like then fluffing, you know, I go around the nest and I'm just like putting things away and putting these away and I just don't do anything and I watch a lot of TV and I'm, I'm completely on that peaceful side. Uh-huh. then my activation kicks in. But we're all different. Some people, everyone has yeah. the different um, different pieces that work for them. And so for some people, they might need those two days down. Some people might need, you know, three days of, of chill, or every night they have to be off or they get really irritable. So it really totally, totally different. And like you said, that changes in phases too. I, You know, I'll, I'll be really honest, when it's a retrograde, I – I feel like I'm confused, oh, yeah. I can't get stuff done. Yeah. I feel heavy, like I've got this like like people are holding me down. I feel I feel like really frustrated sometimes. Yeah. And now because it's all over and we're all kind of buoyant again, it gets very active again. So, I've learned during the retrograde actually to I'll call it out as a retrograde. I'm like, I know I'm going to put five things out and no one's going to get back to me for like a week, and that's okay. (laughs) I'm just going to put I'm going to keep doing my thing. I'm going to keep getting some things out. And just like, you know, like the seasons, they say, well, it's like the winter and everything's underground for a while. I'm like, fine, at least I'll throw my seeds onto the snow, see what comes up. And then, you know, you let the winter pass, and then we are now in the spring as far as just energetic cycles. We're in the spring cycle, so we're all like revitalizing and i always think it is isn't it hysterical how like you don't hear from anybody for two weeks and on the same day 10 people 10 people will get back to you call you new things come in people you've been thinking about it's it's almost as if the communication button from you know from the world gets turned from off to on i just think it's so funny i'll be like you know, I try now, and I've gotten so much better, this is such a good lesson for everyone, not to read into, you know, all you can do is seed the path. And whether people pick it up or respond, or whether someone says yes or whether they say no, is completely out of my circle so i've gotten really good at saying i threw it out there i've passed this ball and if somebody wants to if somebody wants to pick it up or respond or they feel like this is appropriate then i'm going to allow them to get back to me on their own time whenever they want to whatever's right for them and i really had to learn this over the last couple years because um starting all these new ventures agents said no casting directors said no um you know Trying to be a public speaker, venues said no, promoters said no, and I really had to get comfortable with just allowing whatever response came back because as many people said no, then an equal number of people miraculously said yes. And so the nice thing is, I really learned a huge lesson. I love to share with clients as well that I'm not, none of us are in control of the outcome. And we're not in control of anybody else's anything. And um, as long as you're seeding that, you know, you're seeding the grass, and you're trying to like grow your field, you just really had to learn how to allow. But I, but I'll be honest with you, I, I will tell you, Susan, so many times I thought, God, the guy hates me. I just I <laughs> sent some gifts out for Christmas. And I'm like, oh, I'd love to get together. I immediately walk around the house going, I can't believe it. They don't want to have dinner with me. What did I do? Why does he hate me? And, of course, you know, my fiance will be like, he'll be like, chill out. He's probably busy. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, you're right. And then they get back to you and you have this lovely dinner together and everybody. And I thought, okay, I just played that number game. I played it on myself. That wasn't even, it was, you know, just going back to Byron Katie's work. How do you know it's real? How do you know? How do you know anything that you're thinking is real? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how do you know it's true? And so, so that's what's kind of funny, you know. So playing some of these, playing some of these mind games on ourselves really is destructive. And so I've become much better at, at saying, I, I allow. I'm allowing that that to go out there i'm allowing it to come back if it's the right fit and so uh, it gives me a greater sense of peace overall and uh it's a a tough lesson i think for a lot of us because i'm i'm quick to i'm quick to assume that i know what's true for the other person and and that that has to be a real re-education i had to really re-educate myself on that one
0: yeah oh i think that's a journey for all of us and you know you're talking about projection how we just Mm. we project things out of our own insecurities Sometimes that aren't even real. You know, I can't tell you how many times where I've been working with someone, for example, and there's some, you know, there there's whatever I, I don't hear for a while, or I feel like, oh, maybe I haven't been in touch, and you know, and I start getting insecure, and then I realize, no, everything is fine. It's just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> chill, 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 especially when Mercury's retrograde. <laughs> but But. Almost never. I mean, every once in a while, yes. You know, you learn these lessons of communication. I have learned that. I mean, it is good to to reach out and communicate. But projection steers me wrong almost every single time. It, it's never what I think. I mean, it, it just that's just my old self. I feel like sometimes, oh, exactly. you know, because I used to be such a worrier and And it takes time for me to get over that. I still have that surface for me sometimes, so I so relate you know i swear i I relate so much to you, Diane, because I think um you know you just you speak for so many of us we've we've experienced this and and your story is very powerful, and how you bring it in to actually helping other people is a wonderful thing and you know, here we are. We're in the last three minutes. My gosh, how did that happen? <laughs> it's just so <laughs> quick. Uh, and so, of the live show, anyway. And I I just, um, I want to thank you for being here. I want to tell the listeners, Diane.net is where you need to go. ConsciousLifeExpo.com is where there's information. I've got information on my Frontier Beyond Fear, FrontierBeyondFear.com site as well about the events this weekend. And, and, you know, this show will be out there for for a while um, to access. So, um, well, actually, indefinitely in the archive, all of your shows. So let me say from my heart, Diane. Thank you for being here again and and what a what a wondrous time this is truly.
1: Thank you so much Susan for having me. It's so much fun and it always um goes in a blink of an eye. <laughs> so it Thank does. you so much. It does. <laughs> well,
0: I appreciate you very much and and I I'm just you know really excited to see all the things that you're going to bring forward in the years to come because I just I feel that that you are authentically engaged with your path, and in that way you're helping a lot of people. So um,
1: thank you for being you, Diane, most of all. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you at the uh, Breakthrough for to the Real You on, on Monday. That's a week. Let's see. It's like a, almost a week away. And then Friday, yep. if uh, anyone's free, mm-hmm. I'd love to see them at uh, Live Your Best Life Ever. That's a lecture at 7. And then, of course, Susan, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be able to, I think, um, learn more about your, your presentation <laughs> as well <laughs> yeah, and I'll about multidimensional doing... living. So I'm yes. super excited about that. That's Saturday, 7
0: p.m., and yes, it's all less than a week away. It's it's I know. coming up quick, so um, I am very, I I just feel really wonderful about it. I think it's going to be a nice time, and there's going to be, there are going to be a lot of synchronicities at the booth, I feel. Booth 706, I invite people to come by. It's just, it can be a rather magical place, let me tell you. Just the, the right person shows up at the right time, and the right two people, the right three it just seems to happen, so so I'm looking forward to it. So take care, Diane, and thanks for being here. I I look forward to all that awaits.
1: <laughs> Thank you again. Thanks so much.
0: All right. Take care. Um, just a quick note,
1: FrontierBeyondFear.com,
0: again, is the place to go. Um, This is a listener-supported show. I always want to say that because um, there there are a lot of maintenance costs involved with the show, and i like to encourage the listeners to support the show if you can, if you feel guided, and there's a way to do that at FrontierBeyondFear.com. And all the archive is out there over five years of shows now and upcoming. I don't know if I'm going to do a live show from Conscious Life. We will see. Sometimes the connection can be a little iffy, but if I can, I will. And just watch the schedule at com. Thank you, live audience, as you, as you leave us today. Thank you for being here. To those of you in the podcast who have been with us all along, very consistent with my multidimensional teachings that the universe is working with me, and hopefully I'll be able to share with you, and that is a multiverse, shall I say. Welcome across time, because you're here. Your energy is here. And that actually has everything to do with what I feel that um, we all need to share in this energy of understanding that there are no boundaries of time and of space. And as we get this awareness, it can be rather magical how we can see the world in a more expansive way. Um, So... Anyway, thank you for being here. We do have a show next week. Um, Actually, on the schedule, it's a little ways out. Um, I think it's next Thursday. Anyway, I'm not even going to get too much into the schedule today. Let me. Well, I might as well. Let's see. What do we have coming up next week after the Los Angeles Conscious Life Expo? I have a new guest on the show. Right now, we may add another show in there somewhere. Right now, that's Thursday, February 25th at 12 p.m. Pacific. This time, Mary Ellen Trehan is going to talk about her book "Living Well, Living Wise," and it's a really good one. So I, I'm really going to enjoy bringing her on the show. I had the opportunity to meet Mary when she visited the Oregon coast and um, kind of at a activity where people were really dreaming up ways that, that they could be an influence in the world. And I was really delighted to meet her there and I'm, I'm looking forward to having her on the show. So that is next week after the conscious life. Expo, But please do pay attention to the schedule. At frontierbeyondfear dot com because if we do do something spontaneous, it will show up rather quickly. Um, I encourage you to follow the show on the Blog Talk Radio site. That's an excellent way to get a notification of a show or even a new one that gets added that may be unexpected. So I always forget to tell people that, but there is a very easy way to follow this show and get email notifications. So please consider that as well. So, everyone, take care. Um, I look forward to seeing those of you who come out to the Conscious Life Expo. And if you're listening way in the future, thank you. Thank you for coming here to spend this time with us. And I will see you next time.